Hey everyone, and welcome to the next episode of PokeCast, The Journey of Ash Ketchum, as I, Chris O'Mealy, and my two co-hosts go on the journey with Ash Ketchum on his quest to become a Pokemon master. Welcome back to the program, longtime Pokemon fan and connoisseur, Eric Flores. Hi, Eric. Hey, hey. How's it going? It's going pretty good. And first-time Pokemon anime watcher expressing his views as a first-timer, Mr. Dan Peck. Prepare for trouble. And we will make it double. By the way, just wanted to let you guys know that CKCC Radio's list of podcasts are now complete and updated. So if you go to ckccradio.com, you just got to click the podcast name. If you go to Pokecast and click it, you'll be able to see both links and you'll be able to just go to that page and get all of the episodes as they upload. Thank you to everyone and check out all the great stuff on CKCC Radio. And and if you like hearing the three of us be nerds, listen to us every week on The Nerd Table, Sundays at 7 a.m. So, Dan, how are you enjoying your first ever Pokemon journey? It's going all right. Have you... It's- you... Slow but steady, but again, it, it's also following how the games work, right? Yes, for the most part. Um, are you on Team Ash right now, or are you kind of like, this kid's a dummy? Both. <laughs> yeah, Eric, what were your first thoughts of Ash in these early episodes? Um, I think it was also both. It's just like, I was rooting for him, because he's he's a nice guy, but he's an idiot. You could be both. You could be a nice guy, but an idiot. He likes his carrots and his peppers. Yeah. (laughs) You can absolutely be a nice guy and an idiot. For anybody out there who's ever seen Parks and Rec, Andy Dwyer is Ash Ketchum. Anybody want to challenge that? The crickets crickets sound. Yes. So we're going to review the next two episodes of the Pokemon anime. Episode 3, entitled Ash Catches a Pokemon, and Episode 4, Challenge of the Samurai. So a couple of historics happening here, including Ash catching his first ever Pokemon and our first Trainer of the Day storyline, where we meet a character who, as far as I know, never ever returns in the anime. And there will be a lot of those. Because as far, yeah, as far as I know... Like, They're I know just one off. I feel like they have to do that because can you imagine you didn't watch from the beginning and then all of a sudden there's a character just like, hey, we meet again. Like, what, what do you mean again? Yeah, what? Who? <laughs> so, of course, he's he's the standard bug catcher that you meet in Viridian Forest, except he's not actually a bug. Well, I mean, he is a bug catcher, but he's got a samurai. He has the net. He has the net on his back. Like yeah. it's his flag, the flag of his samurai group or whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be talking like game boy game, he has a pincer already. You can't get that till the what? safari zone, right? Guys, that's episode what? four. We had to episode three first. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But we're, okay. this is our right. pre-show. This is our pre-show speculation about stuff. <laughs> This is there was there was so much shit, and I understand why <laughs> Team Rocket wants Pikachu because clearly, 
I, you know what? I'll when we get there, I'll explain. Yeah. I'll explain. Well, Pikachu is pretty badass right now, but also it only takes us until episode three to and episode four for Team Rocket to be become bumbling comedic fodder. Like they were kind of threatening in their first appearance, but now that's already pretty much out the window. And they show up and blow up a Pokemon Center. Like what the fuck? Yeah, and now they uh. Well, well, in in Team Rocket's defense, they did not blow up the Pokemon Center. That was Pikachu. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was freaking <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> All right, so let's Stop start. Off, let's start off with Ash catches a Pokemon, which, by the way, Ash is a, catches a Pokemon. As far as I know, that's the only time Misty does the introduction. I'm pretty sure it's it's Ash like every other time, although. <clears throat> maybe maybe there's other stuff i don't know yeah i was sadly disappointed because i didn't have the link saved you remember my hard drive crashed and everything and i was moving stuff over well i never saved that link for the pokemon stuff so i found it on a different site and they don't they don't show me the um the half half time who's that pokemon it literally Aww. just skips over that. So well, I didn't that's... get to see either one of them. Well, that's disappointing. Well, I seen them. Well, don't worry. We'll hook we'll hook you up again. Because that's, like, the most important part. Oh, did they give you the Pokérap at the end, though? I did get the Pokérap. Oh, damn. That might actually be better. <laughs> did, you, gonna... did you not get the Pokérap? Not on this site. No, no. There's no Pokérap. There's none of that. Which is oh that's so disappointing. But you're not also not getting who's that Pokemon. That's actually kind of fun. Yeah, the who's that Pokemon? I I take over the Pokemon rap. When it's just when it's just a circle, and you're like Voltorb. No wait, that could be an Electrode. Son of a bitch. (laughs) It's neither. It's just a ball. It's Pikachu. (laughs) It's Kirby. (laughs) It could have been. So yeah, the uh, yeah, go ahead. It would have been a great time to, like, introduce Kirby in Pokemon. Well, Kirby's Kirby's already a creature in Zelda. He's in Link's Awakening. Is he now? Now I have to go back and look. You don't remember that? Where the hell is he in Link's? No. Dude, he's in the the Eagle's Tower. There's little Kirby's that run around trying to suck you in. Ah. Dude, you love Link's Awakening. How'd that go over your head? It's been a while, man. It's been a while since I played. I know I have the remake, but, you know. uh, Remake was amazing. Yeah. But we're talking talking about Pokemon. So this episode starts like the previous one ends. He sees a Caterpie, and he's gonna chuck a ball at his face. And he does. He catches it. He just throws the ball at the Caterpie and catches it, which in the games you can probably do that because Caterpie is statistically the weakest Pokemon in Gen 1. Which then he feels all proud about and Misty's like, this is the weakest Pokemon in Gen 1, you nerd. Yeah, she she actually says that. Word for word. Word for word. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole first part of the episode is Caterpie trying to establish a friendship with Misty. Misty being... It's called Ash Catches a Pokemon and he catches it 10 seconds into the episode. He catches it before the title. <laughs> but which Pokemon was it the title referring to is the question. Mm, well, we only have the one so far. Yes. Of course, Caterpie wants to be friends with Misty. Isn't that like the thing, though, is if, 
Like if you if you bring a bunch of people so over like, to a house, like dogs and, and cats, yep, and someone's allergic to the cat or afraid of the dog, that's the person that the animal goes to. Yep, pretty much. They can sense fear. Like, dude, my... yeah, they're big trolls, dude. <laughs> that's well, my cats are expert trolls. So yes, and so my favorite part is Misty's like, well, how about this? You be friends with the bug, and I'll be friends with Pikachu. He's like, yeah, right. Pikachu only shocks people; it doesn't like. And then Pikachu's just like all about this. Yep. I, you know, I think a similar thing happened when I came over, and I was, uh, I was petting Perry. You're just like Perry doesn't really like people, and what the hell? <laughs> Perry did not like your fiance. That but, is correct. <laughs> but to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, she also cornered him. So, yeah, that's that's She's just like cat. Be my friend. <laughs> she she should have gone after my other cat. My other cat doesn't care. <laughs> so Ash has had enough of Misty, and he's like, you know what? We're gonna continue on without you. You go home. And he's got Caterpie up on his shoulder, and he's all happy. But she's like. Well, no, I'm. St- she's doing like the thing where she's trying to follow him and then jumps behind the tree. And he's like, "Well, yeah. you ruined my bike, so you've got to. I've got to stick with you." I already told you when I become Pokemon Master, I'll get you back. Yeah, I, I got to make it to the big time, guys. Can we but- just say though that like Ash <clears throat> survived? He should have never left Pallet Town. There's no <laughs> way he was ready to survive at all outside of his room. I yet yeah, yeah, let alone the town. Like he's just a he's an idiot. <laughs> For like the number one Pokemon fan in, in this world, he knows nothing about Pokemon. And now he, he loves them so much, but he has no idea how to actually do it. Well that's a but that's like a real thing, right? Like you can be the biggest fan of something, but then you have absolutely no idea what you're doing when you finally do it. I mean, I suppose. I don't know. When I, when I become a fan of something, I kind of, like, go balls deep. So, Well, that depends. Like, if you're a huge baseball fan, it doesn't mean you're going to be a natural athlete. If you're a huge football fan, it doesn't mean you can actually play. No, but you would understand that you have to... Weaken a Pokemon before you try to catch it. Maybe he only ever, maybe he only ever got it, focused on the collection and the battle aspect and didn't like study up. I mean, that could be a thing too. In fairness, we all just smashed the A button when that dialogue showed up <laughs> the first time in Pokemon. So he he probably just skipped over the professor's instruction. Yeah, or maybe probably. the. And, and, and all no, was, like I mean, honestly, that's in this one for the professor's instruction part. He wasn't there when it happened. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't there when it happens, and instead of the professor telling him, he just kind of fucking trolled him the first episode. So, <laughs> oh, there you it go. all checks out. So the one thing that I always found confusing, even watching it back now, is the whole like Pikachu and Caterpie dialogue in front of the full moon. My assumption is Caterpie's talking about how it can't wait to be a Butterfree, and Pikachu is kind of, like, letting him know that, like, hey, this kid's not that bad. Like, I hated him at first, but he's pretty cool. And be nice to the girl. 
mean, it's possible. I think it, it's all set up for uh, us to use our imagination on what they're talking about. Because they talk for a long time. Yes. They really, really do. That's first, called time like, filler. <laughs> That's called like, Frieza versus Goku. Okay, it's not Frieza versus Goku bad, but... <laughs> it, it reminded me of Kenny talking to the rest of the guys. And you're just like, where the fuck is the caption? Oh, I need to know what he's saying. Outside of the... When he gives his crazy speech at the end of the movie. Right, exactly. And you're just like, really? You know, Kenny, you're going to have to go back to hell, too. Wow, dude. You couldn't have said it better yourself. Like, Okay. Oh, that that's was another. That's another show that we would need to do because I love Kenny. See, Dan. Dan has never seen South Park. That would be a fun one for Dan's first South Park experience. Oh, oh. to be with the two of us. Oh boy, we I have s- to do a live thing. Can we stream that? Is that something that we can do? Yes. Add commentary as we're watching something. Yes, there's plenty of ways okay. to do that. Make you can that even happen. you can even do that for YouTube. You just got to like flip the video and make it small. On the actual video. Totally right. possible. Yeah, well. I want to do that with other stuff too. So so yeah, uh, the next morning, Misty wakes up, Caterpie's in her face, and she screeches. Poor Caterpie. <laughs> I know. Poor Caterpie just wants to be. And then it gets all sad and it retreats to the Pokeball. And just like, oh, I feel so bad for it now. Yeah. And while all this is happening, a freaking Pidgeotto shows up. So Ash gets gets lucky. He doesn't even have to get a Pidgey. He gets to skip the first form. Go straight into which a Pidgeotto. A theme, which is a theme in these two episodes, is how <laughs> lucky this motherfucker is. Well, first he tries to battle it with the Caterpie, which is dumb as fuck because bug types are super weak against flying types. Even Pikachu is just a huge fucking idiot. It's a worm. You nerd. It's even eating a non-Pokemon worm when it when he first sees it. Or maybe it was a Pokemon. That was just the like the leftovers of its guts. Oh god, we don't know. Jeez. Well, we know that. Well, we know they eat far-fetched in the Pokemon world because it says so in the Pokédex that it's a delicious Pokemon. That's why they're almost extinct. It's also a dumb Pokemon, but <laughs> Wait, I'm waiting for the far-fetched people to like come out in the comments and be like, "How dare you!" Nah, far-fetched is dumb, y'all. So yeah, there, there was that one Pokemon that it's like lore is that it's endangered. So like everybody that played it made sure to breed them Lapras. And so so they purposefully in the next generation made it that there's now too many of them. Yes. Lapras, uh, there was there was a post about how like this girl, this girl was like, when I was a kid, I read they were endangered, so I used to breed them and release them like crazy. And then in the next gen, one of like the future gens, it's like now there, there's an overpopulation of them, and everybody's like, you've done, <laughs> you've done the work of Arceus, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, I love it. So yeah, so what are we going to do about Pidgeotto? How about we use Pikachu? Because that's good for flying types. And Pikachu takes it down. And Ash, success. One shot, shot, Ash gets a Pidgeotto. 
And then he's like, Let yeah, Misty, you. you know, you ever heard of putting in your weak Pokemon first so they can get the XP? You swap them immediately. Yes, he says that word for word. Yeah, except yeah, it wasn't immediately. Heard, you haven't heard of that <laughs> strat? <laughs> he just let him get tortured for a while. By the way, <laughs> who is that Pokemon, Dan? What's that Pokemon? It's Caterpie! Yeah, it was Caterpie. It was Caterpie? Yeah, well, who else was it going to be? Yeah, they, 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 I don't know. I think it could have been, been Dragon Knight for all I know. No, <laughs> it was definitely it. not Dragon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? It's Pharaoh. What? Or Firo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah, who's I mean, that? eventually they have to get to a point where they're doing ones that are not in the episode, right? They There is, and there are some repeats that come along, like... Yeah, I imagine. Because you'll be like, they've already done this I mean, one. But... There's like 90 episodes, so like they could do one, every different one in this first show. But, but also, let's remember the fact that uh, The Simpsons also redoes couch gags, so it's not the worst thing in the world. And we, we're seeing... A couch gag for the third and fourth time in season three. Yeah, where where we are on Stupid Sexy Podcast, we're getting repeat couch gags already, so. Oh, wow. And, like, it's, like, the second time they've done it again. So now um, it turns out that Team Rocket is stalking them through the forest. And they're, he's like, what do you guys want? Like, like we want your... It's like, you... Oh, don't they say something? He's like, you're not getting my Caterpie. They're like, we don't want that. Like, we want your Pikachu. That's a rare and valuable Pikachu. And then Meowth, like, almost spills the beans entirely. Yeah. And they have to tell him to shut up. Well, first, they almost spill the beans, and he tells them to shut up, and then he does it. <laughs> so, of course, they send out Ekans and Coughing, and... Coughing! Ekans! <laughs> Ash is like, two-on-one isn't fair. That goes against Pokemon League rules. And Misty's like, you're an idiot. If you follow the rules, you're going to lose all your Pokemon. That is you're not the, in the uh, Pokemon League, bro. <laughs> yeah, I this... feel like that, that should be a saying for more than just Pokemon. That should just be a life rule in general. Well, do you remember, uh, you, you've because you watch Big Bang Theory, Eric, do you remember when they build the battle robot and they're going to challenge Kripke? And Sheldon's like, Remember, the standard rules apply. And he goes, what are you talking about? This is a street fight. There are no rules. <laughs> it's a street fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a street fight. It's a street fight. Woom around the plasma. <laughs> yeah, woom around the plasma web. Is that you built a Wobot? The first introduction to Kripke, you're just like, oh, God. Yeah, so... And then you realize that his real voice is just that, but not, but turned down a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, but turned down a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> like, Melissa, like Melissa Rauch's voice is a put-on, but it's not that far off either. <laughs> no, he just turned it up to 10. <laughs> just turned it up. So, coughing hits a sludge attack on Pikachu, and Pikachu's out of the battle. He's got nothing that he can do except for put Caterpie back out there again. Well, he sends in the uh, the Pidgeotto, which is doing okay for a little bit. You can't just put him out right away, you nerd! <clears throat> but Pidgeotto gets what? taken out. So he tries to fight with his fists. <laughs> James does the hold, hold the kid by the forehead while he swings thing. Yep. Yeah. 
And he's like, we don't battle with our hands. We use Pokemon. Now buzz off. And then he flicks him. And it's like, well, jam, you're already counteract, counter- contradicting yourself, asshole. And, but his flick, like, sends him flying. Like, yeah. how strong are those two? Well. And the juice. James is definitely on the juice. By the way, I always love early episodes of things when, like, the voice is just slightly different. Like, Ash and James both have slightly different voices than what we're going to become accustomed to later on. Kind of like Homer. I think that's just a thing, right? Is, like, the voice actor gets a little more comfortable speaking this way, and then that just becomes the way to do it. Yeah. They're they're trying Mm -hmm. to find themselves. So... Caterpie is cowering, but Ash is like, no, you string shot. So he both of them. incapacitates coughing, muzzles Ekans, and then mummifies Meowth. So Team Rocket blasts off by running through the forest. And because Caterpie just defeated three Pokemon in a row, it immediately evolves. And the freaking Pokedex the is like, Pokedex. This is the fastest that this ever happened. So well, immediately in my in my my thinking is okay, fucking Pikachu had a talk with this Caterpie and the very next day he evolves. It has to be like a, a special trait. Just being around Pikachu just makes you stronger. Which is funny because it's established actually pretty early on that Pikachu does not want to evolve. Which oh, is yeah. why he's never been evolved. He's always stayed as a Pikachu. That's because other Ones are ugly. Now, Raichu's Raichu? not bad. Raichu's super fucking strong, too. Raichu's... You ever gone up, uh, like, just play the game and, and then run into somebody who's got a Raichu and you're not prepared for it? Raichu's are for fast and they're strong. Yeah. Raichu's are tough. You have to come out of Raichu with a ground type to neutralize its electric attack or it will take you down. So yeah, do you think much. he went from level, like, 1 to 7 immediately? Or was he, like, 5 and went up 2 levels to get to Metapod? Uh, yeah, he probably leveled up twice. I mean, that is, with all, all the... Ex- there actually is an episode later on with a Paras that's a really funny concept, that the Paras is so weak that it, they can't get it to evolve. So, like, they make it battle to get it to evolve, but they also, like... Like, Team Rocket intentionally throws the battle, so the Paris thinks it's winning. <laughs> so it gains the XP. It's like, I, I don't know if that's how this works, yeah, but... Caterpie is one of the ones that goes with its level, so... Yeah. Well, it evolves into Metapod. And then... And then, then some shit happens in the next episode. Yep, which we're about to get to. But uh, so let's. Which you can't explain. So, so far, so far, Ash has already got an OP Pidgeot, uh, Pidgeotto. I almost said Pidgeot. But OP Pidgeotto and a Pikachu, which, if you think about the game, <clears throat> you're pretty much set for at least the first three gems now. Yeah. Because that, that Pidgeotto would come in handy against Brock, Pikachu will come in handy against Misty. And then, well, the third gym is the electric gym. But by then, you'll be able to get some some ground types in there. Yeah, but, I mean, even if you don't, just keep your Pikachu out. Because what are they going to do? It's not going to be very effective. And you can just use 
either tackle or quick attack. Just just normal attack them to death. Because electric yeah. types are pretty weak to normal attacks. Yeah. So, of course, a uh, couple of trivia notes here. Not only does Ash catch his first Pokemon, he also evolves his first Pokemon. He also wins his first trainer battle, technically. Because he does have an actual battle with Team Rocket. And he wins. Now, granted, the next episode he'll have a fair trainer-on-trainer battle. But I think that's actually pretty important that... Yeah, but nobody wins that. This is also the first time a main character catches a Pokemon that also evolves in the same episode. You won't see that again for another 500 episodes. (laughs) So, like, four more series in or... (laughs) And even better, first episode where a main character catches more than one Pokemon of a different species. You won't see that again for another 1,088 episodes. So don't get used to this. It's just early and they're trying to get the Viridian Forest stuff done. You know, they don't want to be an entire season in the Viridian Forest. Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I mean, if you're playing the game, you catch a Pidgey and a Rattata just because you need numbers at that point. Not that they're going to be your end game. Well, you gotta got to catch them all. You don't got to catch them all. I could live without a love disc. We're going to have to... Yeah. We're going to have to do the um, <laughs> the four-episode miniseries, uh, Pokemon Origins, the story of Red, where it's basically what would happen if Ash actually knew what he was doing. Because <laughs> Red actually catches all 150 Pokemon. <laughs> Because like it's what we should do as a companion to the show is have somebody play like Fire Red on our YouTube channel. I have plans for that actually. That's that's one of the games I want to do when I do my gaming show. Well, we should be getting on that soon. Yes. You know, now that I think about the number scheme, there's 150 Pokemon, right? 151 if you count Mew. But Mew should definitely be before Mewtwo. Because Mewtwo is man-made from Mew, so they know that Mew exists. Correct. But it's that uh, that pesky-ass little numbering thing that they weren't really sure about. Damn history. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, episode and then, four. And then... Oh, yeah, okay, episode four. Alright, so, like we said, there are several episodes where you meet a character and the character never comes back. To the best of my knowledge, the character Samurai never ever returns. Uh, The only thing that I know he appears in is he's in the opening theme for the Orange Island episodes, and he does appear in flashbacks. But he, this character never returns. This is your standard-ass... Bug-type trainer living in the woods, because he's got a cabin in Viridian City, or Viridian Forest, so yeah. Yeah, so like, what is up with this guy? Like, because he's got to be, like, no more than 14, and he lives by himself in a cabin in the middle of the woods. A cabin in the woods? That's your question? You didn't question why they were just like, hey, 10-year-old Ash, here's a Pokemon, get the fuck out of town? That was the question in episode one when that happened. (laughs) I'm also curious how he catches his Pokemon if he's carrying an actual sword. And how many Pokemon he skewered. Well, he's got to survive. I mean, he does have the bug net on his back. Like I said, like it's his flag of his clan <laughs> or whatever. 
Maybe all those Beedrills are pissed off because he's been killing Kakunas. <laughs> hey, come on now. Kakuna Matata. Uh... So, yes. So Challenge of the Samurai begins. Ash and Misty are going through the forest. And Misty screams again because now she sees a Weedle. Oh, we didn't even do the, the end part where he's like, Hey, Caterpie did good. You should pat him on the head and say he did a good job. Yeah. And then he evolves anyway. And then as soon as, as, soon as he is, she's about to do it, he turns and... turns into a metapod. I, You know, I first saw that and I was just thinking, good for you, Weedle. You go ahead and cast that string shot on Misty. <laughs> that bitch deserves it. After, after all the insults the entire fucking episode. Now, nah, Caterpie... Then... Misty's about to touch him, he gets all hard, huh? <laughs> he gets, yeah, he gets really hard in this one. <laughs> anyway. That's part of, the, part of the joke, yeah. So, of course, Pikachu is asleep. And she's just like, all right, fine. Uh, Pidgeotto, go take out the Weedle. And and of course, Misty takes off and somebody attacks her with a sword. Are you from Pallet Town? Like, no. She's like, well, what the hell? It's this guy's problem. And apparently he's looking to skewer trainers from Pallet Town. Yeah, dude. And then he ruins Ash's attempt to catch a Weedle. And like... He kind of berates him for it, but at the same time, that is 100% his fault, because Ash was in the middle of doing something, and he's the one that interrupted him. He's like, if you were a better trainer, you novice. It's just like, actually, dick, Ash had that under control. You interrupted him, so. <laughs> and I like how the Weedle just waddled away. Just waddled away, and it waddled away until <laughs> the very next day. Bum, 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 ba we don't want to eliminate Stan. Oh, uh, we're, uh, we're not doing the whole thing. Holy shit. Hey. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do the whole thing. Got any grapes? So, this dude pulls out a freaking pincer. <laughs> no, holy shit. What a strong Pokemon. That's so, one of the better bug like, types, too. Like, yeah. At least in Gen 1. I think it's the best bug type in Gen 1, because Scyther's in Gen 1. Well, yeah, Scyther's in Gen 1. But I still think Pinsir's stronger than Scyther. I could be wrong. You know what? I can look it up. You guys talk. I'll look it up real quick. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, so it's Pinsir against Pidgeotto. Of course, Pidgeotto's exhausted, but it tries its best with the sand attack, but the tackle defeats it. So... Ash sends out his Metapod, and Metapod just hardens. And Pincers, Pincers break. So swaps him out and gets his Metapod out there. So he goes from having one of the best bug types out there to having something that can't do anything other than use Harden unless you evolved it. Because that's the thing, right? If you catch a wild Metapod, that's the only thing it can do, but like... If you can at least evolve it from Caterpie, it still has Tackle and String Shot. But that's the only way Metapod can do anything. Yeah, it's it's literally, if you're playing the games, it's never a good idea to catch a Metapod or a Kakuna. You want to try to catch the weaker version so you have some sort of move. 
Right, because otherwise all it can do is defense moves. So now they just spam Harden for who knows how long. There's a part where Misty changes her attire completely to a bikini and she's sunbathing. With Pikachu having a lemonade. (laughs) I thought that was really funny, too. I I thought it was uh, hilarious. Hilarious. They show the shadows moving on the ground. I have the results. So, Scyther is faster, but Pinsir uh, hits harder and has more staying power and carries less weaknesses. Right, because Scyther has the flying disadvantage, too. Correct. So, you can actually do more damage to a Scyther with your Pikachu than you could to Pinsir. Pinsir is a pure bug, right? Like, that doesn't have another a dual type. Um, it? Yeah, it's just it's just look. the bug. I just looked it up. Yeah, just... like Rey Mysterio versus Batista here. <laughs> uh, the and the only thing Pinsir can do is Mega Evolve. It doesn't. It never evolves in any other generation. It's always Pinsir. Yeah. So Scyther is weak to Fire, Electric, Ice, Poison, Flying, and Rock. Isn't that everything? Not everything, but yeah. Not everything. There's there's ghost type and psychic. So everything. Okay. Yeah, just about everything. <laughs> well, god damn. Oh, man. <laughs> so, what a trainer for having the best bug type in Gen 1. In the region, because let's face it, Gen 1 is just the... Uh, uh, whoa, shit. What region are we in? Kanto. Yeah. So... Yeah, congrats. I don't know where the fuck he found it. Oh, and Pinsir, Pinsir is only weak to flying rock and fire. So yeah. So the normal normal bug type stuff. The normal bug type stuff, exactly. Which is okay, because I picked Charmander to start, so they all die real quick. Just fry all the bugs. Well, <laughs> just fry every in bug in the forest. Well, Didn't I, they like uh, eventually do something to be like, oh, hey, bug types are kind of worth having if you want to beat like, I don't know, fairy types or something now? Well, I think bug types ended up being strong against like ghosts or something in a later gen or or maybe psychic or something. Cause... Well, you got to catch caution them because you got to catch them all. But well, bug bug, I think, is everybody's least favorite type in the game anyway, just because they're generally not the strongest Pokemon. And they they have the fewest versions of bug types that are actually pretty fucking cool. Like, Pinsir and Scyther are pretty cool. But how many other bug types can you actually say are, like, super badass? If you actually go through, like, bug types Heracross. out there. <laughs> Heracross is the only other one. And, okay. And I well, think there's a... Heracross is pretty cool because it's also a fighting type. Yeah. That's about it. And I think there's one Oh man. What's it called? Gen Genesect? Genesect, yeah. That's a bug and a steel that's... type. That's it. Cause everything else that I'm thinking of, I believe, is grass type. Well, Orbeetle is pretty cool because it's a bug and a psychic type. And I can True. appreciate that. And then um, the one of the new gens has the uh, the Sizzlepeed, which is the fire bug type. And that has a full evolution to a Centris Croach, 
which is actually pretty cool. Oh, there's one, um, one bug type. I'm going to link it because I am going to murder this name. Oh, Maybe you can pronounce it. I'll try. <laughs> I will do my best. Pokemon! Oh, yeah. Should we, get, should we just go ahead and get this? <laughs> Who's Shedinja. that Pokemon? Shedinja. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I always fuck That's it up. That's the ghost, that right? It's the ghost. It is yeah. the greatest bug type Pokemon I have ever seen because it's fucking broken. It's yeah. got a uh, Wonder too... Guard on it. And if you have a level one version, first off, you don't use him for anything. You only do it. You only use him to like Poke Battle your friends. You keep him at level one and have him at uh, that Wonder Guard. You'll never die. He can't die because yeah. he can't be knocked out by one hits uh, right. by by a single hit. And since he's level one and they're not, he's going to keep on getting hit a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's the only bug ghost type that exists in the entire Pokemon continuity, by the way. That means and, bugs uh, just straight up die. They don't come back at all. Basically. So yeah, yeah. after after the epic Metapod battle, we realized that... Uh, the one Beedrill went and got all his friends. But yeah, the Weedle alerted the Beedrills, and now they are... And of course, Ash is like, oh, Beedrills, I better pull out my Pokedex and get some information on them. <laughs> So, of course, Samurai calls his Metapod back, Ash leaves his, and it gets captured. So they hide behind the bush to escape. They find the Kakuna tree. There's where the Metapod ended up. And, of course, Ash is such a big mouth that he's like, That's my Metapod! And all the Kakunas hatch into more Beedrills! So, but that's okay. The cabin in the woods is what saves the day here. Yeah, and then he's just like, ah, I fought three wonderful trainers. They were great battles, and that's when he does like the quick recap, and you realize that he only has a pincer and a metapod. I mean, I lost all three of them, but still. <laughs> but you are a novice. Actually, you're a novice would know would know better than you. You're not even a novice. You're a fucking nerd. Yeah, you suck. You notice know, a three other people from your town? They're all better than you. You're the worst. Yeah, basically. I love how everybody he meets has been telling him that. Yup. Meanwhile, Jesse and James are sneaking through the forest in a tank that they designed to avoid the Beedrill attacks, while Meowth is just sitting on top of it, acting as the lookout. They're the only ones in the show that's making Ash look smart. Yeah, basically. (laughs) So, the next day, when Ash is actually going after his Metapod, freaking Meowth jumps on his head. And Jesse and James do the motto, while Ash is like, shut up, there's Beedrills! They even, for the first time, say that, prepare for trouble and make it double this time. And then they start going into the full spiel, and he's like, yeah, stop it! He, like, interrupts them. <laughs> the bad Beedrills. Jesse gets pissed off. Beedrills, there's so many of them! But I do really like that Ash tucks and rolls under the Beedrill so they go after Jesse and James. And then they're like, we've got our tank. And then they realize that the Weedles have eaten it because they made it out of paper so it would be lightweight. Yeah, because they're in a tank, but they just made it so they, they can cover their heads. Ugh. So Ash is like, Metapod, I got you, buddy. And he's all pissed off and he keeps trying to get away from him. 
Then Ash is like, all right, I get it. I suck. Yeah, first she's like, it's not my fault. It was the samurai. No, it really was my fault. I'm awful. And then Metapod gets like the the sad eye. And then right when Ash is about to get stung by a V-drill, Metapod saves the day. It's like, you son of a bitch, you could move the whole time. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. I wonder how long he was out there, because the Pokedex in the last episode say it takes about a week for him to evolve. Oh, yeah. Yep. But at the same time, the Pokedex also specifies that Caterpie evolved faster, so this must be a damn good Caterpie that Ash got. This is a fucking yeah. rare, best Caterpie. This lucky-ass motherfucker. He has to be the strongest. He gets the best Pikachu oh, because... and the best Caterpie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds about right. Because think of how OP that Butterfree is. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as it hatches into Butterfree, Butterfree takes out the entire Beatrill squad and Team Rocket with its sleep powder. And even Misty's just like, oh, wow, that thing is beautiful. Like, see, some bugs are cool. And Butterfree is a cool bug type, though. I like Butterfree. Too many weaknesses, but yes, I agree. Yeah, well... We missed before this, there was... What's that Pokemon? Oh, yeah. Now, this time... It's Metapod! That's so Metapod. (laughs) Whatever doesn't kill you makes you harden. (laughs) So now Ash has a Butterfree. They have... Save the day, and Samurai's just like, you know what? Compared to you, I'm the novice. Because as soon as that thing evolved, you had control over it. He's like, you're damn right. So, alright guys, I'm done trolling you. Just follow this path right here, and you'll get to Pewter City. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Of course, it ends with Team Rocket disguising themselves as Kakuda to avoid the Beedrill, only to wake them all up and piss them off anyway. So, yeah. There you go. This, of course, is the first one of Ash's Pokemon to reach its final form. His first fair trainer battle, which goes to a no contest. And so Ash Ash started the last episode with a Caterpie and ended this episode with a Butterfree. Not, yeah. Well, also, those two but, uh, Caterpies and Weedles evolve faster than other Pokemon in the game. Because I think it's like, what is it, level 7, level 10? And then you're good? You're done? That is for it's a level 10? Yeah, level 10 is Butterfree. Yeah. And I think Weedles got the same thing to get to Beedrill, so. Man, those three levels gotta suck. Can you imagine playing Pokemon now without, like, the XP badge? Uh, or no. XP share? No, those games were actually... Actually, Red and Blue, I think they've even said, are actually the hardest games in the whole Pokemon franchise. And somehow we did it. We did it. I got 150 on Pokemon Blue. I got a full... 151, I got a full Pokedex. Yeah, I also... I did the trick as well and got the... And got Mew. I got... Yeah, I did did the the whole... um, The, um... Oh, shit. What was it called? catch an abra go in front of somebody and when their exclamation mark pops up open up your pause menu and uh teleport back to 
the last gym and go fight the water person and go walk into a bush and you find a Mew. Yeah, I remember that. I did it. I did it too. It's uh, it's the only game you can do it on. You know, it's funny. I still me- I, I I still have that memorized. And this was a time before the internet was actually really a thing. Yeah. I don't know how we got that information. I still <laughs> don't know. Like, it boggles my mind. I mean, like, Marilyn Manson had ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. That never happened. Like, how did that spread? How did that spread? Like, I can understand, like, that kind of rumor because that, that's just kind of funny. Yeah, but how did it go... To every middle school in America. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, one or two make, you know, like, regionally, but, like, the entire country? Well, the internet was in its infancy then, so somebody had to start it somewhere. I don't know. Rumors like that can spread like wildfire. You never know. So, funny, fun fact about this episode, it was banned in South Korea because it's got a samurai. Oh, yeah, because those don't exist, right? Exactly. Wait, what? Yeah, banned in South Korea because of the uh, the samurai. Because samurais don't exist? <laughs> I mean... I, is there like a cultural thing that i've missed i, I did go to public school know. in florida okay i genuinely don't know <laughs> such a weird thing like up oh, nope ban it why they don't exist okay but star wars is fine because space exists i guess i guess so all righty well there you go. Uh, Ash's journey will now take him to Pewter City. So what are our thoughts on these two episodes? Other than I, Ash is a dumbass. I think Ash is a dumbass. Um, and he's also the luckiest fucking person. I think that Pikachu has something special. And Pokemon that get that gets close to Pikachu just fucking level up and evolve faster. Then they should. Can can we uh can we just all agree that Ash is a Morty? Ash no. is definitely a Morty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I think she's totally a summer. So it, it works. Yes, out. yes, she is. <laughs> um. Now, I'm I'm not sure about this. But I'm pretty sure you don't get to encounter Pidgeotto in the wild until, like, right before third gym, right? As far as I know, um, I'm going to, well, while we're, while we're talking here, I'm going to look that up. I was thinking of, like, so far the Pokemon that we've seen kind of lined up like we can make a, a thing for pincer being like he got traded or gifted to him maybe that was his first pokemon yeah you know Roof, maybe it was Roof a different 14. professor or whatever route 14 is the first time you can actually find a pidgeotto in the wild now in pokemon yellow you can find them as soon as route five 
But that's still Cerulean that's City still... to Saffron City. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you're not. Talk about how much of a nerd Ash is. He doesn't have, even get a Rattata. Well, he... I'm just trying to think, like, clearly this Pidgeotto is not meant to be there. So it's also a rare Pidgeotto. But let's let's be real. Ash has got three rare Pokemon right now. A godlike Pikachu, a ridiculously fast evolving Caterpie thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's already butterfree. Like it it was never Kakuna. What if Team Rocket are really like, uh, like, like or like make a wish organization help, actually helping him? I mean, (laughs) oh god! Oh my god! (laughs) There's another theory there now. (laughs) (laughs) Team Rocket's not the bad guy. They're just making sure that he doesn't get hurt, and they have to show up and make him feel good about himself by letting him win these ridiculous battles with the Caterpie. (laughs) So it's actually it makes sense. It all makes sense now. (laughs) What's actually kind of cool is that uh. Butterfreeze are not wild in the first gen of games, but Butterfreeze are wild in the gold, silver, and crystal games. In fact, as early as if you if you go to, to the Kanto Route Two in the morning, you can actually catch them wild, or you can catch them on Route Twenty Six or in the National Park. So that's actually kind of cool. Played Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Yeah. Uh, the new Pokemon games. Oh yeah, I have them. You have them. I've how, battled how... a, a Gigantax Butterfree. I haven't played any of the the new ones since. I think the last one that I played was um. Uh, Black I and guess white. Sun X and Moon. Y. Is that the last one? Sun and Moon would have been the last one before Sword and Shield. Okay, so I started that, but I never made it all the way through because there's no gems or whatever. It's like. Uh, I don't know. They they tried to do something weird, and I didn't know what they were going to do with the Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield has gems. There, there is gems. Yeah, and it's cool because there's there's fun tasks you can do before you can actually like go into the gym, like to battle the gym leader. So it's not just battle a bunch of trainers. It's actually like there's actually like some challenges to it, which is kind of fun. See, my big thing like with the Pokemon games was like I couldn't go back and repeat stuff. Right? I I think it would be cool if now. Like, hear me out. Like, you do the game the way you're supposed to, but then if you wanted to go back and challenge a gym leader, they do that level matching thing, so they're always equal to whatever your level is, and you get to rematch or whatever. I think that'd be pretty cool. But as far as I know, they don't do that. And there's no reason to ever go back. If you beat the gym leader, you become the gym leader, and you have to... Every once in a while, you'll get a phone call or something to tell you to come back to sort of challenge you. I've always thought that would have been a cool concept. And you got to defend your your leadership. So, there's the only history. one. There's only one stone badge in all of Kanto, and you have to go defend it every time. You know that'd it's be like pretty a ti- cool, like a title belt. Yeah. Keep it like a make it a title belt, right? But like, if you defeat the the rock gym leader, you can only use rock type Pokemon there. With the exception of like one, making so it is... like one Pokemon can be non-rock type, and then the others have to be rock type. So this is interesting. In the Pokemon Origins miniseries, 
in the episode where he actually goes to face Brock, it shows that Brock has six Pokemon, but because of what level Red is when he gets there and how many Pokemon he has, Brock actually only battles him with two. And I always thought that would have been a cool concept, that you can reface gym leaders, but as you get stronger, they also get stronger and can battle you with more Pokemon. Yeah. I think that would be pretty badass. Every time you go visit a gym leader, they have like a new array of Pokemon based on whatever type they they like. Right. So every so like, time we go there, it's like a different rock type or a different fighting type or whatever. So Brock faces you with a Geodude, but the next time you see him, he's got a Graveler. And the time after that, he may have a Golem by that point. Oh, uh, you're actually thinking cool. like straight up evolution. I'm thinking like... Well, increase the team too, but like... yeah. Increase the team and change out the team. Well, That's it's kind of like thinking. when you would face your rival during the game, right? Is like you fuck you'd, that guy. You meet him multiple oh, times, but his Pokemon always get better, and he changes them up and mixes them up. How do you get an Eevee so fast? Pisses me off every time I find him with an Eevee. Like what? When? How would Ash get a Pikachu? Okay, that's fair. Just give it to him because he's a fucking nerd. Got the same thing going, man. Yeah, the uh, I I do genuinely enjoy the um, the anime, but f- but Ash can get really frustrating at times. <clears throat> the good news is he gets better. Like we're in, we're in early Ash right here, but he will actually get better. Well, everything is finding its feet, and it's also doing intro stuff, right? So, like, correct. Things, everything will change in some way, shape, or form. Yes. When did the first Pokemon movie come out? Like, what season of Pokemon were we on? Uh, there, I don't remember. It's it's near the end of Kanto, and there is an episode with the Mewtwo escape happening in that episode. So you can at least find the correlation there. That's where we're going to incorporate this in. Okay. It's, it's kind of tough to place the movies, though. But yeah, but we'll uh, we will get there. But the next time we come to you on Pokecast. We're going to do Showdown in Pewter City and Clefairy and the Moonstone are the next two episodes. Episode 5 and episode 6. So we're going to actually be able to do the It's Pikachu, It's Clefairy joke? <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys could. Unless you link me that that site again. But then I don't get the Poke Rap. And I'm trying to figure out which one I like more. I don't. I the, the end credits start and I hit the next episode, dude. Well, <laughs> That's the, true. The, well, here's the thing. The Poke... The Poke Rap is only for was only for like the weekday showing of the episodes, but you can actually watch the Poke Rap in its entirety on YouTube anyway. So there's not really a point in covering it. Right up, right up, pitchy, pitchy. Oh yeah, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Go. Go. Pokemon. That one's Go. hilarious, dude. The first time I heard it, I you ever laugh so hard you like stop breathing? Yes, that was you. Yeah. Yes. That was me when I fucking heard that. I was on the floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I I don't know what I was expecting, but I was really expecting like an actual Pokemon rap. So when it just started going pitchy, 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 I was like, what the fuck? No, that's great. That's classic. Because Pokemon Go, the early days were pretty rough. You just do the yeah. singing. I'll take care of the hard part. Yes. Let's get it on. I haven't played since. What's Pokemon Go like now? Uh, so what's kind of cool is since uh, 
ever since COVID happened, they've actually added daily challenges that you can pr pretty much just do yourself. And then they'll add like a four or five day challenge where it's, uh, I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I just brought it up here. So right now it's, uh, they're bringing in the legendary from Pokemon X. So the first, the, they gave you three tasks. I already completed one. Then I have to catch seven fairy types and defeat three Team Rocket grunts. Well, the fairy type will be easy because there's a Snubble right here, and I'm going to catch it. And then, you know, it'll be like, oh, use berries or do this or take a picture of this or whatever. And then, so you can still do challenges and catch stuff. They added remote raids, so if you can see the raid but you can't actually get to it, like if you can see a raid from your house, you can just... uh Click on it, use the remote badge. Right now, it looks right. like there is a Flygon raid happening. Yep, there's a Flygon raid that I can access. So if I want to use one of my raid passes, I can go for that. They have the Gigantamax raids, but those are still five-star raids, so... They hard. They hard, yo. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. The only thing that sucks is that you can't actually catch them all in any game. You always have to trade because it's either not in that game or it's one of those deals where it's like, well, you can choose Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan or you can choose the Ammonite or Kabuto fossil. You always have to trade to get the other one. You have to have your, your friend get the other versions and then you can trade. And then there's the four Pokemon that can't evolve unless you trade them. And one of them is freaking Haunter. So I can't get my Gengar unless I cheat. Because I don't have friends. You cheating cheater. I mean, I did it legitimately once, and that's enough for me. Now I'm going to cheat. Well, now with the new games, you can trade for anything, because you can just put in codes. Like in Sword and Shield, you connect online, you put in a code, and then you just put up a Pokemon for trade, and then somebody will will actually make a trade offer back to you, and you can agree to it. So, like... If somebody's like, hey, here's my Gengar, and you really want one, you can trade for it as long as they accept whatever you're offering. So you can do all that stuff online now, but those early gins, what was not an option. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up this week, guys. So Ash is doing pretty good so far, right? He's gotten five Pokemon registered By in the accident. decks. <laughs> He skipped Pidgey entirely, but he got a Pidgeotto. He got as I I, yeah, I know, really. Uh, well, there will be more coming up on the next Pokecast. With we're going to go to Pewter City, and then we're going to do Clefairy and the Moonstone. So there'll be some Clefairies involved as well. I think that about wraps it up, guys. I guess we'll see you next time on our next Pokemon journey here on the Pokecast on CKCC Radio. Farewell, everyone. <laughs>